I have come to lead you to the other shore, into eternal darkness, into fire, and into ice. Welcome to St. Paxton, a narrative real play podcast created by friends to explore humanity and endure horror. A world where you can try anything. Hey everybody, welcome back to another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton. I am your Game Master, Veronica. Hello, my name is Ben, and I am playing Max Anderson. And I'm Steph, and I'm playing Clara Carter. Hey everybody, this is Fred, and I play Edward Worthington III. Hey, it's Mike Lane here, and I'm still playing Nicholas Watley. Whew, thank you. That was uh, some slick introductions, y'all. Didn't plan it. (laughs) Yeah, didn't plan that at all. All right, if you will, if you used any luck in this last time, or actually, even if you didn't use luck, you can refresh your luck. If you're maxed out on luck, you can't. So there you go. So let's re-roll our luck. So I gain back 15, 5 plus 10, puts me at 52 luck points. I'm back, guys. I'm back. I am back to maximum hit or luck points. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at 90. That's the most I've ever had. I need to spend some luck. Yeah. That's how I feel. (laughs) Nothing nothing critical happened in the last episode that I felt like I have to spend luck. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Let's get crazy this episode. Yeah. Max, you're going to heal one more hit point, so you should just be at minus one now. That is correct. I am at 26 out of 27 hit points now. Great. And do I regain a hit point for the uh, magic trick? Yes, you do. (laughs) What if if she said like, (laughs) oh, did I say you lose a hit point? I meant lose a maximum hit point. Oh! That would definitely be great. Oh, that's right. Side you on. No. Okay, so actually, that's great. And let's talk a little bit more about luck. This is what luck cannot buy. Luck points cannot be spent on luck rolls, <laughs> adjusting damage rolls, altering the result and outcome of a pushed roll, which we don't really use that much, and sanity rolls. Got it. Luck recovery, on the other hand. Naturally, a hero's luck score will vary throughout play, but may never exceed 99. Excess points are lost. The starting luck value is not used again in the game and can be exceeded in the course of play. So you can go up to 99. So Thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So use those points, everybody. Yeah. Use them, y'all, because now I have this handy dandy note to remind me to refresh your luck each time. All right. (laughs) Let's play. I mean, it's a good idea, right? What if we just reset and problem solved? You know, everything everything can go back to normal. Todd, Todd can come back and and it'll be fine. And maybe maybe I don't know what'll happen with Twiggy, but it's it'll be it'll all be fine. We just we 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 can do it, right? Hey, I don't know if this might just be me being uh. Uh, uh, you know, personal about this, but uh, y'all have reset before. Yeah, and I didn't show up. 
the, the newspaper said the sacred five. Like, if it's a reset, who knows what'll you, happen? You've got to me. be. Maybe it'll be the sacred three. I, I, I have to believe there's hope. Are you suggesting that we kill ourselves to reset our timeline? Well, no, no, no. I no. That seems way too risky. No, I, I like. What if we go to that um, that that building, the room where we reset before? You knew how to use the console, Edward. Like, we just do it again. We just figure out a way to get in that room, and then you can use the console and everything will be fine. Maybe there's even an option on the console for for Max to make sure he resets with us. But if I recall correctly, wasn't that in Malsado Lago? Yeah, but it's also like indestructible. (laughs) Blowing it up probably didn't wreck the room. Right? I mean, we won't know unless we check it out. But That's fair. I mean, other than, you know, me needing to talk to Dr. Mason and, and making sure she knows I'm okay, I I guess that's the only other lead we have. Sure you want to let her know we're okay? Because we're kind of in this nice little spot here. I mean, Maureen probably has made us, but, uh, you know, not, not a lot of the island knows we're alive anymore. Kind of gives us a little leeway, a little freedom to move around. If you tell Dr. Mason... Just saying, kind of. What are you saying, Max? I mean, we can trust Dr. Mason. She's my mentor, and Uh, I've been working under her for years now. Alaria seemed pretty upset that we might have spoken to her in some capacity, so. uh... Yeah, but they're. They're sisters, right? I mean, it's probably just kind of some sisterly feud or something. Mm. Yeah, and there's the whole um, concern over what she did with Leo. If it, I, I don't know what she did or how she did it, um, but maybe it was... Honestly, we should probably check on him. Um, that that dock worker it mentioned he was acting strangely, like it, working super fast and nonstop. And I mean, aside from the whole glowing eyes thing. Um, oh, okay. All right. Here's here's what I think. And I I may not be a member of the Sacred Five, but. You basically have an opportunity to learn as much as you can before it resets. If you force it, who knows what you might miss out on? Who knows if you will even remember this? But there's a chance that you will. In which case, there's so much to gain. Yeah. I, I don't know what I, I guess I don't even know what we can learn from I mean maybe everybody on the island knows about it well maybe whatever's happened to this Leo can be reversed and if it's not reversed maybe it'll reset with him do you want that maybe Todd can be brought back but maybe a reset would 
end that opportunity. Are you comfortable with that? You're playing with forces that you don't quite comprehend here and assuming it's all just going to work out. And that's not usually how magic works. That is true. We are working that what if what if we need all the pieces back on the board before we reset? And I terrible way to reference Todd, but if he's not back and we reset without him, does that mean it just assumes he's gone and just goes with, you know, the four of us? Sorry, sorry, Squid Belly, but uh, uh, but uh, yeah, what if it's just the four of us and then Todd doesn't come back or it swaps me out for Todd or it takes us both out because it's some weird contraption. I know you said that uh, Ed Ed got it before, but uh, well, Watley, you you reset last time with Bellamy. How did you do that? When you destroyed everything? Oh, okay, destroyed is a strong word. But you 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 reset like like us. Right? Like it wasn't like everybody else on the island. You came through the room with us. Like Bellamy and Maslow. I mean, why did why did the dog come through? The dog's not a, a, one of the sacred five, right? Hmm. I there are a lot of mysteries. I think <laughs> we need to question some people. Now, look, Maureen yeah. is handing out these newspapers. The newspaper specifically sets to prepare for the reset. Maureen had to have read this newspaper. I think we need to question her. I mean, she's the nearest person and, you know, we're not, uh, I mean, I'm perfectly disguised here, but Ed, you, you're out here, you're showing yourself, you're exposing yourself to everyone. My God, man, cover up a little bit. Well, I, I mean, I've already changed, you know I mean? I know, but you know, be careful in the future. We're trying, if we're trying to stay low key undercover here, I had a, I had a fanny pack. It was fine. You're okay. Sure. Sure thing. Wait, did it not cover everything? It it was fine. Oh, God. It's perfectly fine. Well, anyways, we're getting distracted. So, yeah, we should talk to her, maybe? Let's not, yeah, let's not, let's not dwell upon, let's not dwell upon Edward's chimney. Let's go ask Maureen here, okay? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, maybe, maybe we go check on Leo after that, and maybe that'll give us a, a direction from there. Once, once we've checked, we'll put on, on him. some hats, some nice, you know, some nice clothes or whatever. We'll, we'll go back to the 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 main area and maybe ask around, or let's just talk to Marine first. Let's see what happens. Maybe she tells us something crazy, and we got to follow yeah. up. Let's go. So I guess we head back to the uh, reception area. Oh, hey everyone! Um, I was not expecting to see you all again. <coughs> you weren't. We're staying here in your rooms right but I as I said I leave at three so I just didn't expect to see you again before I left because I get off at three but you told us to come find you before Gerard came if we needed anything right but I just didn't expect you to need anything look I'm happy to see you I'm not unhappy to see you um you guys have been really great customers so far, so. 
appreciate that, Maureen. Hey, uh, so this, have you, have you read this paper yet? Have you read this thing? Have you looked at this? What? No, we only get like enough newspapers for the guests. So we have to call ahead and get the right number of newspaper just to keep the prices low. So we just order one paper per occupied room, so. I see, I see. So, hey, uh, and I'll look back at everybody else and give them a big wink. Hey, uh, so uh, it says here to get ready for the reset. How about that, huh? Max just stares at her. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Are you guys going to be getting ready for it? I don't really know that there's anything to get ready for. It's just kind of like, it's really upsetting because like, I don't know. It just kind of hurts. <laughs> So it's like telling someone that, hey, you're going to push a watermelon out of your butthole, oh. but like, I won't tell you when, but just know it's coming. So that sucks. That does suck. You know? You're right. That does pretty accurately describe it. Wow. That's crazy. So. Wow. So. Like, why can't they even tell us when, right? I mean, typically it, we wouldn't be... even be given notice. <laughs> so it just kind of <laughs> happens, which is yeah. like, you know, the nice thing is that like, oh, they messed it up again. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I know they're so. always messing it up, right? Like, how do they how, how do they keep messing it up? They're supposed to be the five, right? Come on. Yeah, just suddenly yeah. the ground is falling out from under you. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, uh, it, it just sort of happens, I guess. I don't know. Do you have any like theories on how it works? Oh, um, so I have a neighbor who is really into like church and stuff. And he and his wife are like really firm believers in like it all happens because of like this explosion or something but like um you know like the last time that it happened apparently there was an explosion that occurred but like the five weren't all like together so things went a little like wibbly wobbly you know but like you know, and the one guy was missing for really, like, lots and lots of resets. And so I had kind of just thought, like, okay, maybe he's, like, gone permanently, but, like, his lighthouse was still lit. So, like, I guess he was fine. So, but, like, I have a friend, and she works on the North Shore, and she said that one of the lighthouses like just went dark and that's like never happened before so oh. that's kind of weird huh. that is weird yeah. wow so yeah i don't know and she takes a drink <laughs> so okay so why you why you sipping here uh so these uh lighthouses yeah that's crazy so where, where are they so you said the one in the north shore went out and then so where was the one guys that's never been here he said where's his lighthouse at um, that's like on the south, the southern tip, kind of like near where um, there's like a cabaret down there. I don't know. I'm not really good with places like that. 
Um, I've heard it's really cool. Yeah, I'm sure. It's just like not my thing. I'm like kind of an indoor person and uh, a alone person. So yeah, um, it's just like, it's just not my scene. <laughs> so uh, Maureen, how many resets have you gone through? Oh, like, I have no idea how to even tell you. I think I've been... (sighs) It just depends on, like... It's hard to say because, like, sometimes I come back and, like, I might be a baby. And then sometimes I come back and, like, I'm going through puberty and that sucks because, like... Hell. I've already gone through puberty once. And then sometimes I've come back and I'm, like, elderly. So, it's just weird. Especially when you come back as like an old person, because like when you die, you know, you die, right? Have any of you ever like come back as like someone, you know, older, but you, or like super younger, but you? Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I mean I've been ba- I've been baby it's really more weird. often than not, but yeah, one one or two mm-hmm. times. Yeah, and Teen, I mean, Mr. Watley, like yeah. he doesn't do that. Like you know, we all know him. He's like one of the more constants. I like to stick around thirty-two. It just suits me. Yeah, so I don't know. Like some people just have the ability to like choose where they want to be. I guess, but like not me. Oh, I hope I don't go through puberty again. Oh, yeah, that would be... That's awful. Anyways, so it's really weird that they've said anything about this. And I'm suspicious, to tell you the truth. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, Uh. who... Like, I mean, they, right? I mean, let's just talk about that. What, bud? Huh? What do you mean? Well, you know... the people that are in charge of the reset. I mean, oh yes, oh, yeah. yeah, I got gotcha. you. Them, they, yeah, Maureen. Yeah. I mean, Maureen, yeah. I mean hey. do you spend time with them? Oh, the five. <laughs> no, they're like really wealthy, really wealthy, Uh-oh. and like, okay, have you guys ever met them? I think I've been around them. Like you know, like when you like you know you go downtown and you see a celebrity or whatever, it's like that. Yes, 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 yes. right, exactly, yeah. exactly. They probably okay. don't need someone to pay their bills for them. Yeah, I mean, I I guess like kind of we all do though because like they don't pay for anything, but we pay for everything. So I don't know. I've been doing like a lot of thinking about it, and it's kind of like. A monarchy in a lot of ways like we just pay them to be around and like I mean like it's cool that the one is like hey I want to do something to help out the community and like you know be a doctor and help people and then there's the one that's like I want to tell you what to do with all of the money that I'm taking from you and I'm going to be the mayor that's why I voted for Mr. M because like he gets it he actually pays the taxes with us He's not about to tell us, like, I want all of your money, plus I want to tell you how to spend it. That is horrible. He also deals with the corrupt police, and it's, you know, let's not talk politics. I I understand. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
if yeah. you're, if you're <laughs> he's, like he's the worst, but team, let's, yeah. team Clara, I totally get it, but like not me. Um, she, <sighs> I, she re- I mean, she's done a lot of good for the island. I hear um, saved a bunch of kids once, and you know, yeah, I, I hear like she's... a reset ago. That doesn't count. <laughs> Right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, she's yeah. more. I mean, come on. Really? Okay. Okay. It's, she yeah. gave a great speech. Oh, I, okay. Did you hear the speech? The speech was really good until no. it, like, ended. But I don't know was, what, like, you do for work or whatever, but, like, all the time she's always holding those rallies and stuff, but it's, like, when normal people are working and it's, like, hello, I have a job, and that job is to support you. You could probably hold your rallies when people are off work or something, or, like, maybe do it multiple times a day or so. I, like, what are we all supposed to do? Just, like, I'd like to pay you to live in this gigantic mount- mansion, and then, like, also, I need to take off from work to be where you want me to be so you can tell me how we've all done a really crappy job of managing our money. Yeah. Anyways, it's just, it's Uh, a lot. She's a lot to take. Anyways, what I was saying is one time Uh. I bumped into one of them. It was the one that like is really snooty and like she came into my, she was like in the same line as me at the grocery store. Oh yeah. And and she was just like telling the the cashier she's like what's your name what's your last name and you know like everyone is like oh my god it's one of them okay so like you have and like your mind just doesn't work the way that you think and so she the, the cashier was just like uh 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 and like and she was so mean she's like huh no last name and i was oh. like Wow. Wow. And I I took my shopping cart and I filled it with like so many juices. What if she asked me my last name and I forgot and I have an easy last name, Martin, Maureen Martin, you know? So like, I can't imagine like the audacity, like, you know who you are. Maybe don't pressure people that's right when they're at their jobs oh my you know? gosh yes but uh, anyways i yeah. really like the doctor one and oh i mm. also ran into the the teacher one once because when i was in high school um, and this was like a long time ago but like when i was in high school he came in and he showed us like all of these really cool gadgets and stuff and like things that we could make on our own Whoa. and so i actually yeah it was so neat i automated my parents had house to like when i opened the cabinet doors all of the lights came on and they were like whoa that's amazing and i was like yeah one of the sacred five taught me so it's cool that's pretty cool what about the fifth one you ever hear anything about the fifth one at all like does he seem cool or like is he like mysterious like oh whoa he's so mysterious is he like that what do you, what do you think? I want to know your opinion because I got my obviously I got my opinion. I got my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course. Okay. So here's the thing: is like, do you remember like because and you can't tell anyone that because like some people don't have these memories, but like of course. Do you guys remember Northview? Yes. When some of us were there. Okay. Well, one time, you know, during the really long set. Uh huh. Uh-huh. When we were in Northview, well, my granddad, he 
used to run this like underground bar and like you had like you had to like knock and like all sorts of stuff because like apparently one of the five was like having a problem with alcohol and so then they were like okay no alcohol and so then everything had to be forced underground and so my granddad he was just like hey come down here and you can just like knock a certain way and I'll let you in and so he found out that like one of the five was coming and so he would come and like listen to bands and like all sorts of stuff and he was like so apparently my granddad uh-huh. was like really good friends with him and so like they got to like go out to like concerts and they were like sneaking liquor <gasps> out like they were distilling it and then they were like going behind the rest of the five to like get it out to people Ah, and I didn't ah. even know (laughs) so anyways I always (laughs) feel like all the stories that I hear about him are like how he was just like kind of going around the new rules because you like you know they always make up like some kind of a bull corn rule and so you know he was just like yeah yeah liquor's cool and if you go if you want to have it it should be your option and i'm gonna i'm not even gonna charge you for it it's just on the house and so like he's just like breaking the rules but like in cool ways i think yeah then there was that one time that's pretty cool yeah i'm yeah yeah I've heard he looks good in shorts. <laughs> what? Oh, I, I just, I heard he looks good in shorts. That's... <laughs> Some people do, like, have sexual fantasies about the fact. That's part of the tokens. You what? know, like, they don't, it's like Whoa. crazy. Wait, huh? but like. Wait, what? so people what? come what? here and use the tokens to live out their fantasies about the five? Oh, so, like, they go and they get the tokens, like, enchanted and stuff. And so, like, you can, like, put the tokens, like, in you. And you, it's like you have, while it's inside of you, you can kind of morph and become whoever it is that you're enchanted to be, you know? And so, like, we see them a lot and they are always dressed in, like, the grossest outfit. That's nuts. What? What? Yeah. One time. Wow. One time I saw the mayor one and she was dressed in nothing but like a huge parka and panties. And that was it. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. But if that's you, that's you. You know? (laughs) So anyways. Tokens are crazy. Whoa. Oh wow! So you, so you were saying something about the, the the you said something about the fifth one, like doing something or oh yeah, and you guys know like in the last reset how he like really messed up the last one, and that was like why there was all this big Earth shift stuff. Really, that was him. Well, like because he wasn't actively on island, you know, because typically he just like I don't know. I guess he's kind of stayed out of the limelight for a while but like I don't know where he was but apparently there was like not the earth stabilization that there should have been and so you know there you go so anyways yeah I mean like am I am I a conspiracy theorist no um am I really involved in St. Paxton politics yes um do I enjoy thinking about what the five do during the day yeah i mean like i have a lot of questions for them and the first one might be like 
how dare you think that you're better than us, you know? Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bad. <sighs> Anyways, it's weird wow. that there is press about a reset. So Okay, yes. And it's kind of, yeah. But it's yeah. kind of why I'm excited that Mr. M is back in charge. Because, like, at least... At least with this, we're being told something. And, like, Ugh. there's an amount of preparation, right? Like, true. Yeah, how did how did Mr. M, like, legally take charge? Um, well, my understanding is, is that he's just, like, the pro tem because he got second place in the election, right? So. Oh, yeah, that's, that's. Um, because yeah, like that's that's great. She wasn't like actually <sighs> sworn in, I guess, or something. I don't remember, but like, I guess it goes to the second place person. So makes uh, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 great. Um, cool. Well, this is a great talk. Great, great talk. Um, I like your glasses, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, they're they're kind of you know like Hollywood. Fun. I think we need to get going, oh. right, guys? Didn't we have that that place to be? Yes. Oh, but one more question, Maureen. Um, what about Darius? Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever seen Darius around, like the five? Oh, like I think that he was just like a placeholder, right? Like, I think he was just like supposed to get things set up or something. Um, Mister Watley, you know more about him than I do, right? I mean, because you're like a constant. Uh, yes and no. It was so long ago. And he's not been here for a very long time. Yeah. For the most part, like, okay, so you know that my two neighbors that are really religious, um, they are kind of under the impression that, like, there are resources in St. Paxton. And certain resources were utilized for the comfort and the will of Mr. Darius. And, um, yeah, it's just weird that, I mean, like, why don't we all have this, like, life like the five? Exactly. Yes. An egalitarian island for everybody. Wouldn't that be nice? (sighs) Yeah, that sounds great. Anyways. Well, thank you so much, Maureen. You've been a super help. We're, you know, we're folks that are like, oh, yeah. the memories, they're kind of in and out. So you're really helping us out. Like we saw the word reset. We go, oh, what? We know it, but we don't. What's going on here? So thank you for clearing that up. You've been a great help. Oh, sure. Yeah, I understand what it's like to be like a newborn and, you know, been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like so. it. Oh. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, wow. Oh, gee whiz. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah, I guess I guess hold our rooms for a night. We'll you the, the, the place will be paid. Tell let Gerard know we might be out and about. Sure. Yeah, of course. I think our friend Bellamy's just going to be snoozing in, in her room for a little bit. She seemed what I mean, who? Ah, that's our nickname for her. that's our nickname for. Her. So, you know how you said, you know how you said people like to pretend you know how people roll, say, I'm going to roll fast. Roll fast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. 
They literally made it the whole way through. And as I'm walking out the door, I'm like, by the way, we're the fuck. Bye. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. All right. That, like, thank God we refreshed our luck points in case I roll like shit. Okay, I didn't roll like shit. That's You're gonna need an extreme success. You better. For this. I knew it. Okay, so let's see here. We're, I rolled a. F- I'm so glad it wasn't me. Who that, did that was perfect. I came so close. Perfect. <laughs> All right, I have to do the math about how many luck points I need to get to. <laughs> All right, I'm going to spend 39 luck points to make that an extreme success. <laughs> I rolled a 54, and I need it down to a 15. Well, we did say we wanted to spend our luck, right? <laughs> so she's, like, really prissy like that. Right, yeah, you know how, like... God, I didn't want to make this joke, but I, I have to now. I have to fast talk my way out of this. You know how everyone on the oh, island's yeah. like, oh, you're such a Bellamy. Like, that's what she likes to pretend to be that way. You know, like, that's what we call her when she's not around because that's how she kind of is. She's always asking for, like, managers and stuff. So, like, that's what we say, okay? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Stacey. I had to, I, I, I did it to myself. You can hate me. That's fine. So yeah, that's just what we call like you know. That's just like our shorthand for her when she's not around because we like the river, you know. But like she's a good person, but like sometimes she gets a little, ugh, she gets a little wound up. So I totally understand. And having seen her in action at a store, um, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start using that too. Absolutely. Let so. it. I hope it. <laughs> it's gonna totally spread around the aisle. I got a good feeling. I got you're a trendsetter, Maureen. You're a trendsetter. I doubt it, but <laughs> sure, anything's possible, right? Exactly. That's Any- what we say here. That's right. Anything. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Anything's possible. Anyway, bye. Okay. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. Once we get out of the reception area, <laughs> holy shit! I'm so sorry. Oh. That was close. Oh, man. Wow. You fast-talked your way out of that one. Okay. Uh, Also, her politics are just... We'll talk about her politics later, but right now we need to figure out Light, this lighthouses. This That made my head spin. I haven't heard you you guys talk about this at all. What do you know about this, Watley? You know, it's... uh... I don't really remember about these. Let me think about it. I'd like to roll something for that. Sure, you can roll history. Um, I'd like to spend 10 points of luck to make that a hard success, which would be 35. I got a 45. A few resets ago, the five were going through a really bougie phase. And I shouldn't even say the five. The four that were on the island and very active were going through a really bougie phase. And so they decided they wanted to create something to give hope to the people of St. Paxton, to let them know that they were being looked after and protected. And so they each erected a memorial of lighthouse 
and you know that like no one will come to our shores unless we know it you are safe here which is not at all what a lighthouse is for (laughs) and basically they're really ornamental things and there was a point wherein Darius had come and said like oh hey we're going to imbue these with their essence and their spirit and they've always been lit so it's just kind of weird that you know now one's not lit all of a sudden so you can convey that however you want okay um i i think it was a while back but you all minus max got a wild hair and decided to start building lighthouses and darius wanted them imbued with with your essences or something and i think they've been lit pretty much the whole time so that's something that's really stands out as new so i wonder who's oh has gone dark it's it's todd's it has to be but see this is this is what i'm talking about The longer you stay in place, the more you can learn. What will lighting this lighthouse do? Will that allow him to come back? And perhaps if it didn't happen and you reset, there would be no chance of it. Interesting. Yeah. a good theory. Crazy how... hmm. (sighs) So you four were here and you still built one for me. And somehow was able to get lit with my essence. You. But. but Maureen said you were here before and you were gone for a while, so that means you're one of us. You're a part oh, of the yeah. Sacred Five. Yeah, it has to mean you'll reset with Max, us. Max, do you remember how you got here? This time? Well. This time I was, uh, when I went away, I thought I was going to another country to help fight in their war. And then I came back. And when I came back, it was to Northview and I got a letter from Darius saying, hey, come to St. Paxton. Here's a ticket. Hey, oh, I was like, oh, cool. That's where everybody is. All right. Catch up with my buds. Then I got on the boat from Northview and came here. At least that's what I remember. But where you were wasn't Northview. That was just how you got here. Yes. No, maybe. It's interesting to think about because if I'm. At this point, Max will look around because they're still just standing outside. The reception area. Uh, we... Hmm. Is there anybody around? No. Ah, we're fine. So, if what Alaria said is true, and it's this island is basically like an island in, like, crazy monster space, or at least that's how I interpreted it, then where then maybe I existed floating around it. Maybe I was floating out in monster space and I don't remember because when I enter the the island space, it sounds like these people's memories reset. So maybe mine reset. It sounds like 
maybe not yours. Motions a wally, but sometimes y'all use guys' jaws resets. Here's the thing, Max. When you were gone, people kind of forgot. And then when you got back, people suddenly remembered again. I just... Mm. The mechanisms of St. Paxton are of great interest to me. Yeah, it's... I wonder if maybe when I learn more, I can figure out how I disappear for so long and completely exit out of your minds. And yet still this this lighthouse is made, so at least when I'm not here, sometimes you guys remember me. But do, do you sometimes not remember me? I'm your best A, I'm your guy. Have we forgotten him in the past? For you, you have not forgotten him. He's just kind of been in the back of your mind. So um, sometimes he'll be more present, like um, he was the person that you talk to every day in, you know, 10th grade biology. Or sometimes it'll feel more like it was a super close connection. And then other times it's like a person that you went to church with but never talked to kind of a thing. So like, you know, it's just like you have varying levels of remembrance, but it's never like he has not existed for you. Now, Watley, on the other hand, has a different experience. I could never forget you, Max. I, Yeah, I remember you. I mean, it... It's, it's, it's like when you, you a real good friend leaves and comes back and it's like no, no time has passed, okay, you know, yeah. but like, yeah, it's, you're always in my mind, you know, like, yeah, absolutely. I, I haven't forgotten. Okay. Well, that's, thank but you. I also remember some more things than others. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about, what about, what about you, Squiddy? You seem to have a. You seem to have a lot more uh, know-how and to-do on this place. A lot of these people know you. You seem to be of the people in some capacity. What do you know about me? Well, the magic that helps me remember isn't perfect. So sometimes when a reset happens, I don't retain everything. Other times, I do. So, my knowledge isn't perfect. Ed, Ed, you big lug, what do you remember about me? Do you just remember me like like how Rosie does, or is it some sort of weird spooky lighthouse magic? How do I explore that? Is it just prior, like, to island memory, or is there anything else there? Like, Sacred Five memory? And remember, I have photographic memory. In your time in the libraries of St. Paxton, both in this timeline and in previous, like in resets, um, you would have come across a lot of different documents that would document, you know, how Max was a part of the Sacred Five. You would learn more about how he slips in and out. And give me an education role for any additional knowledge. Uh, That is a 55 out of 75. And 
If I were to use 18 points, it would be a hard success. So I'm going to use 18 points so I could remember more. You remember specifically learning about how St. Paxton is not a world among worlds, but exists within a world. You remember feeling really uneasy about that because a lot of the things that you're being told from Ilaria's perspective kind of work with what you know but you also have a totally different history that you've learned from the libraries in St. Paxton which tell you that you exist on some plane and that St. Paxton itself has multiple segments. And so if you're going to retell this to your group, words that are important for you to use are going to be segments. And you can talk to Max about how you believe that he's able to slip in and out of segments. So he's in St. Paxton segment two but maybe he's in St. Paxton segment three right now. You don't know which segment you're in, but you do know that he passes and that he's the only one that's been able to pass in and out of these different segments for whatever reason. And when he moves out of the one that you're in, it's almost like he becomes a phantom here. Is definitely here, but is something that your mind naturally wants to ignore because it wants to retain sanity. It doesn't want to acknowledge those things. And just to explore segment more, uh, just for my player knowledge, uh, is are you saying it's kind of like a parallel universe thing where there are four St. Paxton Islands and we are in one of four and he can slip from one to a different one where different versions of us exist and when he does so we do not remember him so I don't confirm that there are other yous in you know let's call it segment A through D right I'm not confirming that you have other instances of Edward Bellamy Clara Todd in other segments I do confirm that Max is able to go from segment A to B to C. You don't know if he can go from A to B to C to D, but perhaps you're in segment C and he can go to B and D. Interesting. Okay. So that's as far as you would be able to know. You have no full grasp around what these segments are. This is something that you are pulling together with your hard success education role, really going back like probably a thousand years of looking back at documents and just knowing that like in this time, in this lifetime, I have to think differently about what St. Paxton is, what I am and what time is. And so now you're able to pull all of the things that you've learned through all of these lifetimes together to kind of formulate what this means. So 
Ed, you big lug. Uh, how do you remember me? What? What's going on with me? Oh, uh, Max, I, I don't know if I can explain that to you. Um, I've been looking through some books, and I've learned that there are different versions, different segments of St. Paxton, and sometimes you're with us, and sometimes you're not. I, I don't know how to explain it, but you're here with us now, and that's what's important, and I know you've been with us in the past. I just don't know why I can't recall why you had left and why we didn't remember mm -hmm. you, but now that you're back, it's starting to come back to me a little bit, and I don't know. Maybe we should either find more people that we can get information from, or maybe we should go to the libraries. There's this... What's that old woman's name? The library. What does she call herself? The Keeper? Wasn't it Ezra? Ezra, yeah. Maybe... Maybe we find Ezra and she can get us some information. Yeah, maybe so that way we don't have to go all the way up to that north. Because she said the... Maureen said the lighthouse in the far north part of the island was the one that went out. We're assuming that means Todd. So before we go trek all the way up there and try to light it, and then maybe that's not what it is. Maybe it's only lit with his essence, and now that his essence is maybe gone, hopefully not. But since it's gone, it's not there. So maybe we figure out a way to bring his essence back, light the lighthouse, and then we reset. So I, I think that's a good idea. Normally, I go to bars and ask people, but I feel like maybe this might be a little too much for to be asking people. Like, hey, so did you ever hear about, like, resurrecting the dead? Like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you know, like, so maybe a library would be better suited yeah, for that. Yeah, this isn't D&D. Yeah, I mean, we need answers, and maybe... We can look up information about how to reset the island while we're there. Maybe that weird, un indestructible building you keep talking about. Like, maybe there's a way to get in there a little easier. Yeah. Edward, uh, still, do you want to drop by the hospital on our way to the library? So that way you can let Dr. Mason know that you're still alive. Can I sense motive on... Watley, I just feel like he's pushing this a lot. I do also feel like Clara's pushing Leo a lot, and I'm like not even going down that road. <laughs> trying to avoid I, it. I'm just dying of curiosity, so. <laughs> which is in character as well. And how does one avoid such things? <laughs> 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 so you can roll either a psychology or you can roll oh, an intelligence roll. That's a little bit better. I will roll intelligence. That is a 61. My intelligence is 50. <laughs> I only have 34 luck points. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck it. No, I'm not going to spend luck on that. <laughs> Watley is just uh <laughs> And that's where we're gonna call it. No, I'm just <laughs> 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 
yeah, uh, I mean, it, look, it, I, I want to find out more information, and I, I bet you Dr. Mason knows a lot more than we do. Maybe that's where we should go. So with Edward giving the group like a, yeah, let's go talk to Dr. Mason. Watley, if you want to roll a persuade to push this one step further, you certainly can, or you can just let that stand. Sure. I think we should go now. <laughs> Do you have the lighter? What Didn't you use a lighter yes. to like mind meld people? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like hypnotize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 53 out of 70. So that's a success. Okay. What do you want to say to get them to like, we're going to go, we're going to do this. This is the way. I think you're all going to attract a lot of attention if we just keep standing here and talking about this. My car is right over there. Let's just go. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Sure. Yeah. Might be good to ask some questions of Dr. Mason. So Great. So you do that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, in the car. We, if, no, I'm I sorry, B, we're either going to think five more options <laughs> before we commit to anything. All right, we got to stop. Do we need to go get gas? Yeah, we got to stop. Max gets in the car and he says, all right, listen up. We got to get road beers. All right, we're getting road beers. <laughs> <laughs> Watley, check in your duster. I reach into my duster. And he has a six pack of beers that he just places right into your lap. They're Buddy. probably a little warmer than you would expect, but. Buddy, this is. Listen, you're, 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 you're growing on me, all right? You're wrapping me in your little, your multi little, little armies, and you're pulling me in for a real nice squeeze of a hug, and I like that. I like that. I drive to the hospital. Or she's at her house. Do you know where she lives? Let's go to her house. Let's go to her house. Yeah, those people there to hey, see Hey, you know, us. the hospital's got a lot of people there that are, you know, my disguise is great, wonderful. We love them. But uh, a lot of people with eyes, especially on Edward here, that they're, they're probably going to recognize you. All right. I know my disguise is pretty good and they assume you're dead. So they're not really looking for you. But, uh. You know, maybe we should. Does she have a house, an apartment? Should we check in there first? Maybe she's at home. Like, is her shift? What do you know when her shift ends? Like normally? I mean, she might be covering for you, but like she got to go home sometime. Well, I've actually thought of the first part of that, and I just figured I could lure her out by saying I have a patient of hers waiting in the car. Well, there you Watley. Cheers to you as as I. I tries to cheer them as he's driving. <laughs> She's like, ah! I also have an idea. Um, just bear with me. I pull out the hot tub tokens. What if I enchant these tokens to make us look like other people? Well, people are enchanting them <laughs> to make them look like us, right? So that they can live out their fantasies. What if uh. we change the way we look? So we could go all incognito, like Max would say, right? Fly under the radar. Could do that. Or we all have, so we don't have to swallow the nasty, the nasty coins that may or may not have been up 
people's hoo-hoos, we could also just keep the coins on us and say, ah, we're pretending to be them. That could be another way to do it. You get, we see, you see, we gotta, we gotta flip it and reverse it. But, but I think that's if we get coins caught. Be inside us if we were people being us. We got multiple coins, baby. We got all these coins on us that make it last as long as possible. As he shrugs and just drinks more beer. <laughs> I mean, it's. I like it better than sticking a coin up my butt. Hey, that's but. what people are doing with these coins. I don't know. I, hey, I know they said ingest. That was I my don't assumption. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could swallow them. <laughs> anyway, as as Clara says this, you're like, wait a minute, and then you remember being in so many surgeries where people have to have <laughs> these surgically removed because they get lost up in there and then, like, you're like, oh, God, this camp. What is this camp? Ah, uh, you know what? You might be right. I've definitely done a lot of surgeries where I've removed things from people's so, uh... But look, I mean, maybe... Maybe there's a way to change the enchantment so we don't have to put it inside us. You arrive at the hospital. Okay. I say, listen, uh, Ed, I love where your head's at. <laughs> you, you big nasty freak. But I say we go with, with, uh, with, uh, with, with lovely Watley here trying to get her to come to us. So that way, if things go crazy, we're not in the middle of everybody. And if we need to go inside, then then we employ your tactic and maybe, I don't know, maybe Dr. Mason's a freaking head one of these upper butt, too. And she was pretending to be like, I don't know, you or something. So, like, yeah, it's maybe she knows how All they right, work. I'll just I'll, I'll keep the points know. handy just in case. All we'll need is like butter and we'll be just fine. I'll be right back. <laughs> you think he likes us? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Watley, you walk into the hospital and a very nice lady at the desk uh, asks you if she can be of service. Hi, I've got a patient of Dr. Mason's out in the car uh, and they're a little upset at the moment and they have an issue that they would like to speak directly to Dr. Mason about. Uh, is there any way that I could get her paged Oh yeah, I can I I, I I I can do that for you. Sure, no problem. Thank you. And she hops on the telephone. And you hear a like just kind of some whispered speak um, as she speaks to the person on the other end of the line, and then she hangs up the phone. Oh, uh, I'm awfully sorry, but Doctor Mason did not come in today. Um, as you may have heard, one of her, um, well, you know, Doctor Worthington past so we're all just kind of waiting for what happens next it's never taken this long to reset so you know gotcha anyways she found it very strange that you know here we are we're just waiting and um you know we we don't know but she's called in sick she apparently she's very grieved I see. I see. Um, this this patient is really concerned that they're going to die before the reset. And so I know this is probably a 
big in position, but do you think I could take them to Dr. Mason's house? I know that she's not feeling well for what she said, but they're they're really concerned. I'll roll charm. <laughs> All right, that is a hard success of 34 out of 42. Um, I mean, we have other doctors here that could help. So, oh, no, they will not if- see anyone other than Dr. Mason. Apparently, this is their personal physician for this this case. Oh, um, okay. So, weird. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't give you her information, but, um, I mean, if you knew where she lived, I'm, I'm sure maybe I could call ahead and let her know that you're on your way. But, like, I don't have her address, so I'm sorry. Understood. Okay. Um, thank you so much for your help. Yeah, of course. I will head back to the car. Okay. Sorry. It's just an impossible circumstance. There's no way that she would know where Dr. Mason lives. Would Edward, though? Sure. Hey, V. Does Watley know where she lives? Yeah. So I, I get back in the car. Okay, uh, I guess she called out sick today. I asked the receptionist and she gave me her address so we could just drive there. See, that's what I was saying. We just go right to her house. I bet she's all ooh, boo-hooing, right? Wait, the receptionist so, yeah. gave you her address? That's kind of odd. I had to use the lighter. Got it. So I will drive to the address. So you drive to the address. Everyone notices that Watley is driving to the address. And he doesn't have it written down. And he seems to not be looking at street names or anything. He's just driving to a destination that he probably knows. Like if you were driving home versus you're driving to a new place that you've never been before. So you all probably notice that. So what's your relationship with Mary? Dr. Mason? I... I don't think I've seen her very much except for in the hospital. Roll psychology? Me or him? <laughs> oh, wait. I, yeah. <laughs> no, Edward, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I can I use intelligence? <laughs> you sure can. And actually, I'm going to force um, Mike to do a fast talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I rolled a 53. My intelligence is 50. I will use three points this time to see if I could get some information from Wally. Okay. I rolled a 38, which is very close to a 42, out of five. Mm. So, no. Oh, jeez. I don't feel okay. like using a third of my luck for this. <laughs> That's fair. So, Edward, you can tell that Watley is trying to think on his feet here um, and come up with a a lie to tell you, but he's not being very convincing. So, at the hospital, were you a patient of hers? What? No, I'd never go to the hospital. Okay, so since you would never go to the hospital, but yet you know Mary from the hospital, I mean, I... Seems kind of odd. 
And we've... We've literally seen you at the hospital. Well, yes. And I would like to roll a persuade. Come, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a good... No, I got a good for this. No, really? <laughs> 16 out of 70, which like is... an extreme success. But, but... No, it's really good. Mike, no, it's really good. Can we... Really good. Really good. But did you prepare for this conversation? No. <laughs> But I have a really good excuse now that we're into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you, you, Bellamy is well known to end up in the hospital a lot. And I was around her a lot. So naturally, I would bring her flowers and whatnot to the hospital. Okay. So do I get an opposing role to that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I will just say, though, too, facts of the case are that... You saw Watley at the hospital recently. You remember him doing the weird jumpy down thing. And Bellamy had only recently been admitted to the hospital. And it was just like for a really quick checkup after her incident with supposedly Mr. Melange. And also, I spent a lot of my time with Dr. Mason in the surgery with Leo so mm-hmm. that also absorbs a lot of time. And I've already caught him fast talking, which means that I'm already suspicious, which means that maybe if I'm rolling a psychology, I should get a bonus to my role because I know he is trying to. Yeah, I'll let that fly. Yeah. So what does that mean? I get to re-roll one of my dies. You get to re-roll the tens die, not the oh, ones perfect. die. Perfect. And take the lower of the two. Okay. Okay, so I have to ask a question. When it is zero, zero, and then I roll a three on the single die, that means I roll a three. Yeah. That is extreme success. (laughs) You just feel, you just feel Max's powers as he drinks more just just flow into you. (laughs) You are... Taking in everything that Watley's saying, but you're also taking in all of the facts of what you have caught him doing just in this car ride alone. The fact that you you know the people at the desk, they would never give the address to someone like they just don't have that information to give. And you've seen every time that Bellamy has been in the hospital. and He's not always there. So what the fuck is he talking about? No, this doesn't this doesn't this doesn't hold up. You seem to know your waiter house pretty well. I mean, did she also give you, like, directions in regards to when to make turns? I've been around the island for a long time. I've driven best here plenty. The neighborhood starts looking more and more upscale. There are driveways with automatic gates and all sorts of things and Watley turns into the one that is Mary Mason's automatic gate. Uh, You get there and there's a keypad to enter. You know the code. Well, I mean, if you don't know Mary that well, then I guess you don't know the code to this gate. Listen, I think she's in trouble. And I didn't think that you would go along with me. So I pretended to try to get you to go to the hospital. So do you want to see Mary or not? 
Well, of course. Why wouldn't I want to help you if she's in trouble? What's wrong with her? Is she okay? I don't know. She left a really weird message on my phone last night. Why didn't you just say that? What did she say? You all question my every move. I... I'm a little concerned about just being open with you. You lied to us the whole way here. Like, maybe there's a reason we're questioning you. Every time we ask you a question, you answer it. You obviously have more information that you're willing to share with us. And now there could be something wrong with Mary. Just put in the goddamn code. The gate opens. I pull forward and park the car. You all see that the front door of the house is kind of like broken into. So the door jam has been broken. There's like shards of wood there. All right, let's not panic too much. Okay, remember, Alaria was very upset with her. So maybe she's got that big I'm crazy robot Maybe she... Uh, okay, goodbye, Edward. Okay, so the rest of us... I'm following. I follow. All right. I'm the last one in. I will finish the last beer and just throw it into Riyard. You do that. Edward, you are first on the scene. What do you do? Do you look in the room? Um, or are you entering at a full run? How are you entering this building? Have I been here before? Yes, absolutely. So I'm familiar with the layout. Yes, I can see that there's signs of breaking and entering, so I am going to enter through the front doorway and then assess this room. Okay, it does look like there has been a a breaking and entering, right? But there isn't anything smashed to the ground as far as you're looking around. So you're in the foyer and you're looking past a stairwell. There doesn't seem to be anything toppled over. There's no sign of a struggle outside of that front door. Dr. Mason. Mary. And I will start running towards her personal bedroom. Okay. You run upstairs. Watley, you enter the scene next and you see Edward running upstairs. You check up, I'll check down. Sure. And I will try to clear the downstairs area. You look into the dining room. There's no one there. There's no one in the kitchen. Although there is a half-eaten sandwich and an open box of cookies. And there are sneakers by the back door. You round the part of the house where there's a, like, kind of a half bath. You don't hear anyone in there. And you make a sudden left into the study and you see Mary tied to a chair. And she looks very badly injured. I will untie her immediately. Uh, She just kind of collapses out of the chair. She seems to be totally unconscious. Edward! Edward! The study downstairs! Edward, you hear someone calling from downstairs, but you can't quite hear. Have I made it to her room already? Yeah, her room seems undisturbed. I will immediately shift gears and go back downstairs. Um, Clara and Max, as you are entering, you see 
Edward kind of shuffling down the stairs really quickly and you hear Watley as he yelled out from the back. So you can all kind of meet at that front entry there. Yeah. Okay. I will as well. You get inside of the study and you see Watley there and he is kind of trying to assess the situation, but Mary Mason is lying lifeless in his arms. She was tied up. I immediately run up and almost aggressively push Watley back and I will apply first aid. Oh my God. That is a 99. (gasps) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Oh, dude. Hold on. My first aid is actually 90, though. So I will spend nine points to make it a success. (laughs) I'm down to 20 points. You, the, the room is quiet as you run over to your mentor and you are feeling for a pulse. You're very close to her and you can see that there is just the very slightest rise in her chest and you can feel a very, very faint pulse. What do I believe is the cause for the loss of consciousness or the injury? You can tell that she's been beaten severely, and so her face is almost unrecognizable on one side, and you can tell that there is swelling around her temple. She is going to need immediate care because someone is going to have to, like, relieve pressure on her brain, and that is essentially going to mean someone's going to need to bore into her skull to relieve this pressure. After assessing Mary Mason's condition... Uh, and knowing that she is going to need surgery, you know, uh, you know, probably uh, with hospital equipment. Um, I know that the time is very precious right now, and she will more than likely not survive um, the ride to the hospital. So with that knowledge, I immediately start channeling anything power, energy, uh, and I hover my hands kind of around her face and I want to somehow relieve her of this condition, whether it's through healing or through absorbing that to myself. Um, I don't know how my powers work really. So you are frantic Um, One of your, like, essentially one of this iterations of your pillars of sanity is right here about to fall off of this plane. You know there is a reset coming, and if she is not alive for that, she is likely not going to make it through to the next reset. So I don't think that you have the capacity to try to channel this magic in the way that you think that you you would be able to because in this iteration you haven't used it that well you've been practicing on beer cans and you know shooting people in the leg so you don't know what's going to work so when you put your hands on her face and you're really just channeling all of this energy what you're channeling in is not healing you're just pushing 
fear, you know, because that's where you're coming from right now is not a place of being in control of the situation, but being scared of what will happen. And so you don't have the restorative capabilities um, in your body to try and take that on. However, you are trying to cast, and this is a failed cast. Edward, your eyes become cloudy, and you can't see Mary, and you keep on blinking and blinking, but now your eyes are just like, it's like you've blacked out completely. We are now in kind of an initiative order, okay? So you don't have to roll initiative, but we are going to go in order from entering the house. We have Edward, Watley, Clara, and then Max, all right? For the next three rounds, Edward's eyes are bleeding. So his he turns around and looks at someone, and you just see that his eyes are red as blood is pouring down his face. And it is Watley's turn. Do I recognize that Edward isn't channeling his or casting his magic correctly? Yes. Can I aid him in doing it correctly? I don't know that you can aid him in this because he's already failed. You could cast maybe Earthly Serenity to calm him. Or you could try and reach telepathy to reach him on an inside level if you want, but um, you wouldn't be able to aid him necessarily. You can also hold if you want to. Earthly serenity sounds smart. I will try that. Give me a power roll since this is your first time actually using this one. All right. 54 out of 95. Great. You cast the Earthly Serenity and it costs you three magic points. Do mine refill at the same rate as Edward's? That's right. Okay. And you'll need to let Edward know what he sees, feels, thinks, hears. All right. So basically, you don't feel pain. And you come to a calm state of mind um, for a little while. It's very helpful if you're dying, but in this case you are not. You also receive a temporary boost of two hit points. In addition, for one hour the target's mind is serene, phobias or manias may be ignored, and sanity losses are noted but not deducted until the spell ends. So which you don't have any sanity loss right now. For the next hour, Edward is able to think Clearly. Calmly. And Clara. I still have the scar on my cheek, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So when I see Edward kind of in this panic, I'm going to calmly kneel down next to him. And I know he's been able to channel his energy from his amulet before with the different symbol on it. So I'm going to take his hand and place his hand on my cheek with my hand over it sort of reassuringly and I'm just going to look at him and I'm going to say you've got this Edward you can channel the power you can do this Max and so when we came in we didn't you said the only real 
struggle point was like at the door and past that didn't look like there was any more fighting throughout the house. Yeah, so he didn't see any downstairs. And then he rushed into the study when he saw Mary tied up. Gotcha. Gotcha. To be clear, so what, no one has surveyed this room. This room. Gotcha. That's then that's what I will do. I will look around. Okay. Um roll spot hidden. Yeah. <laughs> when it's all zeros. It's a one hundred, isn't that's it? That's right. It is an automatic failure. Oh shit. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I was afraid of that. Okay. God. So you realize that everyone is really caught up in Mary. You don't know Mary really at all. And so you've decided to give this room a scan real quick because it's really odd that there's a broken door and now this, but like there doesn't seem to be any other sign of a struggle. So you take a second and you're woozy from all of the beers that you've had. I mean, you just... You just threw the six of the sixth pack in the lawn of the lady that you're trying to save. And um, you're a little spinny. So you look around the room and as your turn ends, you see that big robot lady behind the door. And the door slams shut as Alaria's turn begins. And that's where we're going to call it. Fuck. Ah. No. (laughs) Why would you do that to us? Oh, God. All right. Let's go take a knee. (laughs) Enjoy the episode? Then click the link in our bio to join our Discord and follow us on Twitter at St. Paxton Podcast. The opening and closing theme for Welcome to St. Paxton, The Promenade, was created by Rob Anderson. Find him at Potentially Rob. This episode was edited and produced by Steph Kingston and Hiroshi. Follow us at Stefo Kingston and maybe Hiroshi. While you're there, follow the rest of the crew too. V is at Typical Veronica. Mike is at One Gaming Lane. Stace is at Definitely Stacy. Fred is at I Think I'm Fred. Steph is at Starlet Firefly. And Ben is at Ben Stonic. The podcast art is made by Evan Mitchell. Find out more about his work on his podcast, For Whom the Dice Roll. Go to our website, cafpodcast.com, to find some hidden gems and behind-the-screens info. And if you want to support the show, then please share us on social media, leave a five-star review on your podcast player of choice, and if you really want to, you can back our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. If you like our show, please check out some of the fantastic work at geeklyinc.com and consider supporting the network at patreon.com slash geeklyinc. You could also take a listen to the other great shows from Geekly, like Transformation Sequence Podcast, Demons Are a Girl's Best Friend, or Naruto Revuto. It should come as no surprise that we love a little intrigue on our show, and, well, hopefully you do too. We also love to show appreciation for those fine people who choose to support us with their own brand of intrigue as well. People like Hostile Exile. Ooh, so mysterious. I love it. They and many others have helped us craft this show to the levels we want, and we on St. Paxson cannot thank them enough.
<laughs> God damn, that is a good ass idea. No, <laughs> shit. I, say, I say we go with that though. Like, I mean, if magic is used frivolously, right? Like, you I haven't would, got to use oh. magic, but don't don't do that to me. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, I got Earth magics, maybe, probably, maybe. Come on. The thing that I really want for Edward is for him to be so into himself and to like feel and see himself as a god. So to me, I'm still feeding the monster, you mm-hmm. know? So this this is going where I'd like oh, it to go. Boy. Am I the monster? <laughs> okay. So take that one and remove the other one you're so not using. Remove I forgot smooth one. talker and take lucky. He's yeah. So lucky. He's a star. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> he's so lucky. He's a god. Oh, oh, oh my boy. god! Like he cries, 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 cause his dick is out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Edward's got that big old fanny package. Oh, there it is. Well, what I was going to say was, like, Edward is a champion swimmer, like, did all of this lifeguarding, and now he's like, oh, I don't want to be in these, like, tidy tidy shorts. He's like a doctor now. Originally was, Mm. so he might not be as confident and charming, and maybe he's more smart and studious and awkward. Well, and plus um, the people you're with, like your relationship with Bellamy and Clara, both right now is pretty awkward. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and then now, like it, it, he's like shifting into this like weird, uh, like infatuation with Watley too, and I'm kind of like playing that up because of like was it the sanity rule? There was something. Uh, an episode yeah something ago, happened yeah and uh there was like this weird attraction so i was like oh okay like Watley's here let me like straighten myself up you know and <laughs> i was really trying to push to go to Watley's house uh in that last episode but i was hoping I so, know. Too. Oh, um, so real- that's where i thought the episode was progressing <laughs> wow you fast talked your way out of that one wow. okay uh, also her politics are just We'll talk about her politics later, but right now we need to figure out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you notice that there is just like no one agreeing with you. It's just like real quiet. <laughs> and Max, who can't stand like, you know, two seconds of, of silence is like, well, I'll talk about it. So I guess so. there's lighthouses. There could be something wrong with Mary. Just put in the goddamn code. <laughs> six nine six nine star. I, yeah, I was about to say it's four twenty sixty nine, isn't it? <laughs> the gate opens. <laughs> about ready to take this. About ready to string you up like a stork. Take this like the the plastic little ringies from the six pack and just like. Like I'm, I'm sitting in the seat behind. Just like, <laughs> oh man! I don't know. Go for it. I got eight limbs that says. <laughs> like, nah. I'm right behind you. Yeah, I'm gonna reach. What are you? What are you gonna do? Give me a reach around, buddy. Get out of here with that. <laughs> I 
Man, Stacy just continues to like miss the good exposition. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. I, it would have been interesting to see Bellamy in this particular mm-hmm. scene with all the questioning of Wiley. <laughs> She'd be all about it. She's like, let's stab him with a knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She what color he bleeds. Uh. Yeah, in my mind, I'm sitting. I'm sitting behind. I'm sitting behind Watley. I'm in the. I'm. I imagine in my head. We didn't tell where we were sitting, but I. I thought I'm like since. Oh, okay. We're going to the hospital. I assumed that Edward would sit in the passenger seat this time, mm-hmm. also because they're bros. And then, mm. and then me and Clara are sitting in the back seat, just pounding beers. You know, just having a good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, hey, well, we're gonna reset. Let's get <laughs> day drunk. <laughs> And then, and then me and Hell yeah! That's right. <laughs> 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 